Hey, Naughty Monkeys. A few things before we start. First, dates. I'm going to be at Comic-Con this weekend. Are you? Um, I'm there celebrating my pals uh, at the Thrilling Adventure Hour's new comic, which is, I don't, I mean, it's like a beautiful, amazingly, like, vibrant comic. P.S. So in terms of Nerdist Network awesomeness, I highly recommend you check that out. Um, and I know I'm going to be at Nerd HQ on Saturday morning at their panel. And on Friday night, I'll be at their uh, Horton Theater um, event, although that might be sold out. But hey, if you're there, give me a high five because we'll be there. Yay! Also, anthropologically speaking, I will be at Comic-Con checking out if there's any singles events or sexy parties or like what when it comes to the romance of Comic-Con, I realize that things are uh, cray cray there but I'm curious to see I mean it is a good meeting of minds and hearts so why not uh, in September I will be at the Woodhull Sexual Freedom Summit uh, check that out if you'd like to come it's in DC um, also I'm still looking for venues in Boston New York City Philly and DC that I can rent hold 60 to 90 people and has microphones and hopefully easy to get to. So if you know of a venue in those places, please let me know. Uh, email me at sexnerdsandra at gmail.com, okay? Now this episode, Dave Ross comes back, and it was so much fun catching up with him. I warn you that it is sex nerd light. It's more about us talking about love and heartbreak and texting and just shooting the shit. So I have lots of great topics coming up in future episodes, um, but this is going to be more like a friendly, just... What's going on, bro? What's going on? So, uh, I hope you enjoy. I uh, love you guys, and thanks for listening. Enjoy. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. Um, Dave Ross. Hey, what's up? Hi. Thanks for having me on your podcast, finally. Oh, uh, finally. <laughs> I've never, I've never, we've never met. Yeah, I don't, it's <laughs> so good to finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's my first time ever on any podcast, ever. You're taller in person. Yes, I am taller in person. Also, uh, less attractive. <laughs> More attractive and shorter on the internet. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Which is probably actually true. That's probably actually the case. You Actually? Because I get to choose which pictures people see. And I'm definitely more attractive on the internet. Everyone is. I don't have people... I'm not famous enough where people are posting bad photos of me. And I'm not posting bad photos of me. So Only you, good photos. If you take all your photos and average them out in terms of attractiveness, it's pretty high. But if you take a celebrity... Well, I mean, I think the average is probably really high for no matter who they are. But you will be able to find. What I'm saying is, I, I am not judging my own appearance, but I know for a fact that I pick good pictures of me to put on the internet. Nice. And I don't have anyone out there attacking me. There's no Dave Ross hate club yet. Not yet. There will be. Dave Ross! Oh my god. Okay. Hey. I know, we're just already just chatting i know it's great to have you back i we haven't actually talked since our breakup episode i don't think like i think we emailed a little bit but yeah we emailed a little little yeah that's true i haven't even seen you yeah i mean it's been what three months or so yeah i've been out of town a lot yeah yeah and i guess our worlds don't really cross that much no i've been around comedy a lot more lately oh yeah 
Um, but I haven't had a chance to come down to Holy Fuck, which I saw the announcement that it's ending. It is ending. What? Yeah. Um, yeah, all the stuff. I feel like I want to know what's going on in your world, but also just first off, congratulations on the fact that your podcast is going to be joining Nerdist Industries. Oh, soon. thank you. Thank you very much. What does it drop, man? Uh, it was supposed to drop at the end of June, but we're doing July 10th now. That's right. like the for sure launch date okay cool because holy fuck ends on july 2nd and we figure like let that end and then we'll give it a week and then yeah we. july 10th what is it what's the setup what's we, the well, we the we is me and katie uh katie uh yeah it's well you everyone knows who podcast katie is. guru yeah she runs the podcast here mm-hmm. um and so show katie show show clearly i haven't been on a podcast in a little while i don't know how to speak you're doing fine man hey thanks yeah hey thanks <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah right. I'm excited It's gonna no, be great But what is it about? Like what is happening? It's called Terrified uh-huh. Uh huh And it is Well the short description Is that every episode I interview someone About why they hate themselves Oh that's the best <laughs> It is Can I be on? Yes No definitely I, totally... I would love to have you on <laughs> You should have You should Do you totally hate yourself? Is oh, that what you're yeah. gonna say? <laughs> well here's the thing I think um, that uh, it's not actually about that. It is about that, and will be about that sometimes. Really, I want to interview people about what they don't like about themselves, things that make them that they find embarrassing about themselves, or that they find sort of I don't know that they think are wrong or incorrect, or that they need to change about themselves. Embarrassing things, things that they are afraid to admit, fears, anxieties, things like that. And we've recorded three. Um, the first one. The first episode, I believe, will be Kyle Kinane, mm-hmm. and that will be July 10th. Oh, I love, him. love that man so yeah. much. And with him, that was a pretty loose conversation where we talked about like judging other people and how we how like how you do that and feel bad about it, and you know you shouldn't, but you do it anyway. That was like sort of a, a lighter one where we mm-hmm. talked about his life and how you know he's like felt like an outcast and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also I also recorded one with Chris Garcia and one with Jesse Case, and those are like, I don't know, they're cool. It's like, it's fun to talk to people. Like, uh, Jesse, we talked a lot about a breakup. Holy shit. Like, yeah. it got dark. This is the deep stuff. I mean, this is, I mean, especially as a, like, I want to hear people talk about that, because then it helps me feel less alone in my own insecurities. Yeah, that's why I want to, that's exactly why I want to yeah. do it, to make me, myself, myself feel less alone. It's also like... For at least a little while, I'm going to be doing it with mostly comedians, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it'll be funny. Comedians are like, you know, they spend their lives trying to make the sad, you know, more acceptable. And there's and a certain amount of professional distance f- where they can see themselves in a certain way, where they can talk exactly. about it without it just being like a, a giant like a therapy a session. Dark cloud, yeah, totally. Yeah, because that, that can be really unhealthy when you just start kind of accessing yeah. in that way. And, you know, not good radio, I would say. <laughs> right. Though I would like, I, I'm a, I, w- I would like to, uh, to cry on the podcast at some point. Not sure when. Sooner rather than later, you know? I've, How many okay. episodes do you think it'll take before I cry on my own show? I don't know. I've <laughs> seen you react, um, like, when we've podcasted, sometimes, like, I've seen you react in, like, a very... Not in a I'm gonna cry way, but like in a whoa that really hits me way. So you definitely have a wonderful like connection with like your own feelings. So I feel like if you start really getting comfortable, I don't know, maybe like twelve. Yeah, I think twelve's about right. Ten. I, I Three think months? I would say ten. 
10? Yeah. Three months. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's set a date for this. If it's July 10th, August, <laughs> September. Am I doing months right yet? October. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm uh, thinking about it. October 10th. Yeah. I can't visualize calendars when I'm podcasting. Yeah. October 10th. So I'm going to cry by October 10th <laughs> on my podcast. I cry so much lately. Like all the time. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. Okay. Is this related to your love life? Because I'm really curious about it. Well, I want to catch up on my love life. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. But no, the crying mostly is not related to my love life. Okay. I haven't really cried. I think I, like one really sad thing happened to me and I cried from that. But mo- like seriously, a couple times a week I cry lately and it's because I'm watching The West Wing. <laughs> and <laughs> I cry almost every time I watch an episode of The West Wing. There's at least one moment in every episode that gets me. They're just so, they're such great people, you know what I mean? They're so sweet. It's always tears of like, the world should be this way. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. I've heard, I've never watched West Wing, oh my God, but you I've have had to. people talk about some scenes that where it's like, just gets you right there. It's good stuff. Yeah. Battlestar has a lot of that, too. Not as much as the West mm, Wing. Yeah, it's a little too tough. I didn't. I don't think I cried. I need to rewatch but, that. Oh, man, you do. Well, For okay, real. unless it has to do with, What like, about the episode where uh, they all are boxing each other the whole time, and at the end, uh... Uh, Starbuck and Apollo box, and they realize that they're in love. I mean, come on, Sandra. I, I don't remember crying for that. I remember God. feeling things. <laughs> I cry during Macklemore music videos. I cry every time <laughs> I see, I hear the the gay song yeah, for Macklemore. <laughs> the gay song. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just. I mean, if I feel like crying, I just put that on. If I then... was gay. I would think hip hop hates me. I uh, uh, I cry every time. By the time the trumpet solo comes in and <laughs> yeah. they're diving into I'm the jumping right in the now. water, I'm starting to tear <laughs> up right now. Just thinking about it. The way he says that, I would think hip hop hates me. <laughs> so like, yeah, man, <laughs> fuck, dude. That's like the first line. And for me, it's a little bit of a slower part. I wait like at least a chorus. That's not the first line. I think it's in the second verse. No, oh, wait. it's like three lines in. <laughs> no, the first line is when I was young. I oh, yeah, yeah, gay. that's right, that's right. Okay, fine. Because my uncle was. <laughs> that's fantastic. And I liked art or whatever. Yeah. And that, I can relate to that so hard. I think so many people can. Mm-hmm. You're questioning yourself. Yeah. Totally. When I was in high school, when I was like 15 or 16, there was like a period of time where I uh, I just gotten called a uh, faggot so much, and I was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was like like... Macklemore was saying like I was like an arty nerdy little kid I was like ah maybe I am damn it and I would I would like sit on my bed every night for like on the edge of my bed every night for a couple weeks trying to um imagine a naked man and see if I got a boner <laughs> oh wow yeah and uh and I did a couple times mm-hmm. you know because uh I was 15 <laughs> um and uh, and yeah, because of those times, I thought I was gay for a little bit, and uh, I wasn't. So interesting. Growing up in Santa Monica, I really didn't hear people. People, I mean, there was like you're gay, you're gay, a li- like some, but it wasn't as intense as in other parts of the country. I think. Um, mm-hmm. I just might just not being around that. Also, just be, not being a dude, I probably wasn't around that behavior as much. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's the thing is that like even. I said that word a lot in high school. It was said a lot. It was just, it was like a negative term. It's sad that it is. But it's like, it's like an ignorance thing. It's weird. It's really, yeah, I mean, you, 
the word means something different than it means something different. Yeah, yeah, it's bad and it's like terrible to hear. It means it's something very like vile and like it, someone's yeah. spitting venom at you. It's but yeah, we just teasing. didn't have any homosexuality in that place. Hmm. Um, also, it was a it was a fucked up place. It, yeah. was, it was a special. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Near Some weird shit there. Boston, Orange you're, County, you're, New York. That's right. Yeah. you've been all over. I, I wait just there. Okay, not because we went on a tour of your childhood as we drove. Kind New of, York. but we weren't in Orange County. I was in. I went to Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that was the first time I'd been in the Hudson Valley in a long time. When you and I went to that was fun. Vassar. Remember that time we traveled together? I do. That was fun. You were falling in love. I was falling in love. You were yeah. What's happy going on I with that? Mad. <laughs> Uh, w- weren't you both falling in and out of love at the same time? There were so many things happening. Yeah. Um, it's been ama- an amazing several months. Like I've gone through so much personal growth just in this yeah, I I feel like a different I feel like I've grown up. Really? Yeah. In what way? I've just in how I communicate in my relationship. Like I've really like I or Who are you dating right now? Somebody. Oh right, we're on a podcast. Yes. So you're not gonna say their name. No. Uh, but are you? You're dating someone that I don't know that that you weren't dating before. I am still dating. Okay, I am dating someone mm-hmm. who I really like. Uh huh. And I think it's one of those. Dave is making the dimple. I was making the dimple gesture. Dimple. Yeah. Like it's like a smile. He's poking thing. his you're face. You're smiling. Yeah, I'm smiling. Yeah. So you're dating someone whom you like. And who, have you, I met them? I don't know if you have. Maybe. Were you dating them before? I could edit this part out and I just tell you. No, let's do that. We, sh- we should, I want you to tell me, but I want to play, this, play game. this game. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Can, uh, can we play twenty questions? Okay. And I, wa- I promise I won't ask what's his name. Um, wait, like any okay, descriptors. First, uh, oh, I don't know if I, I, I'd prefer to keep it completely anonymous. It's weird. I'll keep it pretty general and just okay. see if I can guess. Is it a boy? Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, is it a comedian? No. It's a comedian. <laughs> They're a funny is, person. Is it someone that you've dated before? As in, at a, in a different time in life. Were you dating them while I was ever ever? Were you dating them ever while I was co-hosting this show with you? Yes. Was it the last person you were dating while I was co-hosting this show with you? Yes. Oh. This is a weird game. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know who it is. Okay. Yeah, I like that guy. He's cool. But yeah, so we're... Well, you should cut out a certain amount of this then. Yes. Because I said you were falling out of love. You were so <laughs> mad at on that trip. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about... There are all those things that make you want to like run away from a person. In terms uh-huh. of like you're dating them, and it's like, oh, clearly they don't like me the way I like them, right? And like people, a lot of people will leave when they feel like their interest is not being returned. Like you're nodding in like a very passionate way. Yeah, I was. I think that you're about to tell me what I was telling you on that road trip that the guy that he uh, was crazy about you and that you were just being stupid. <laughs> um, it's way more complicated than that. There's no way it's more complicated than that. Love is not complicated. <laughs> oh, I love the, the faux smug face you put on. <laughs> it was almost cartoon level. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm very cartoonish. Um, no. I played trampoline dodgeball last night, and then I ate frog legs. Oh, that's right. You mentioned you were really yeah. sore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, having had the trampoline dodgeball experience. Have you? It's. Did you run across the room bouncing like yes. you're on the moon? Yes. And Amazing. I got tired immediately. <laughs> it's so. I'm so sore. 
Didn't cry though. <laughs> Did you go into the dodgeball pit and get like just totally beat by five year olds? No, it was uh, it was for this web series. I forgot what it's called. It's called uh, Dished or something. Ron Babcock hosts so professional. it. Professional. Yeah, and it was myself and two other comedians, uh, Kurt Neal and Andrew Dewitt, against Ron and his co-host and uh, like a a ringer, like a dude who plays trampoline dodgeball all the time. A ringer. Yeah. <laughs> trampoline dodgeball ringer. Yeah. <laughs> you could do like backflips and shit. It's crazy. Oh. Anyway. I like jumping and then bouncing on my butt and coming back up. Yes, That's I like fun. that as well. Yeah, it's satisfying. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you were talking about your relationship. No, and so, oh. Hmm. It wasn't as simple as that. It, it's more when two people come together and they start reading each other's signals and they assume or feel like clearly this person doesn't have the same feelings as me. And it turned out actually through because you know, I've been going and having therapy every week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's been this wonderful journey. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and through just different vocabulary, because I, I will like pull out new vocabulary words from my therapist to be like, I need vocabulary to express what it is that I'm experiencing because I don't understand this in like mm. a psychological way. And then I was reading all this psychology, and I realized that the way that my parents interacted with me as a kid influences me in a very specific way mm-hmm. in terms of how I sure. interpret other people's actions. And because it, it, it was very deep and psychological, and like I have a vast new understanding of humans and how they interact because of how their parents raise them that did not explain anything oh it my god ex- it didn't explain anything but i think that i can find uh i think i know what you're saying i think that you're saying that um this man uh was uh acting in a troublesome way that was making you think that he didn't like you as much as you liked him and that you it made you feel unloved or unliked maybe and uh then you realize that you were interpreting him incorrectly right well i was interpreting behavior correctly intention incorrectly the behavior was flawed like it was problematic oh yeah but at the same time on top of the normal like this is clearly a problem there was also emotional triggering because of my history so there, there's like oh, the normal sure. like ooh, this is a problem like this is clearly needs to be addressed and then there was like ah, feelings mm. weird feelings sure Wow, this is hands down the vaguest conversation I've ever <laughs> okay. had in my life. Sorry, it's our little podcast. It's okay. I want to hear about your love life because last time we talked, uh, you were falling in love and yeah. running to a train station with like some anthem probably playing in your head to get to a girl. Yeah. And here we are, months later. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just have a sad face. That's Aww, all I have. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're like nuzzling the microphone. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to that, I kind of want to crawl in a hole and die. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, a really, uh, a thing happened uh, that I really, really hate, uh, and that has made me sort of like question everything about myself, okay. and it's this. Uh, well, yeah, I was crazy about that girl, and I like, uh, I, I, I mean, I talked about her on a couple episodes of the show. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, you dropped me off at the train station. I had like extended my trip. I ended up paying like four or five hundred bucks extra to like stay. I went down to Philly, stayed with her the for two days. Cost of love, the cost of feelings, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I had to go for it for sure. Uh, and I did basically. I mean, I, you know, whatever. I, we didn't know each other long enough. Well, I, I've known her for a long time, but we weren't seeing each other or whatever you want to call it long enough uh for it to be love but i was i fell for her hard and i mm-hmm. it was good 
It felt great. I uh, went down to Philly. I was there for two days. It was awesome. And then when I left, it was like, yeah, no, we're not, you know, we're not going to do a long distance thing, but we should stay in touch. But then we just ended up talking every day because mm-hmm. we wanted to talk every day. Yeah. Uh, to the point where I ended up buying a ticket to go see her. Um, and a couple weeks before I went to go see her, uh, my feelings for her literally disappeared. Ooh. It has never before happened to me in my entire life. I mean, obviously I've stopped liking people, mm-hmm. but uh, I stopped liking her like like overnight. And uh, and I just like clamored to get it back. I couldn't believe it. I hated it. It was awful. It was awful. I didn't know why. I still don't know why. It's just like, and I I thought that it was nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, no, of course, I'll just go see her. The um, magic just dissipated? Yeah. To, yeah. It's weird. It's really, really weird. Like, I don't, so now I just, like, completely don't trust myself <laughs> at all. Uh, I haven't uh, hooked up with anyone since her, like, slept with anyone. I haven't, like, dated anyone, like, nothing. Um because I just don't trust myself at all. Because and, you, you know, I'll get back out there. It's fine. Because but, uh, you don't understand. You, I don't understand. Yeah, at, at all. Huh. It drives me crazy. And and I feel like, it feels like, I'm sure to her it feels mean. Mm-hmm. Like it probably kind of feels on purpose to her, you know? Because mm-hmm. it was just so out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it was nuts. And I just like, for that two weeks, I was just sort of like desperate. And then I flew to see her. And, uh, and I was really excited to see her. And then after after not that long, I was like, yeah, no, I don't have feelings for this They girl. didn't come back even no. seeing her, cuddling? Like a little bit, a laughter. little bit at the beginning, but no, not really. And then uh, so we, we hung out for a weekend, and I, and I uh, broke it off. I have questions. Okay. Can I, can I play um, 20 questions with you? Just Sure. Oh, you don't want to talk about this. No, it's okay. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you if I don't want to talk about okay. it. It's fine. The only reason I wouldn't want to talk about it is for her sake. I don't think that. Yeah, that's fair. No, I understand. Yeah. Um, and you can totally tell me to stop at any time. But considering there's there's the person, yes, who is who they are, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, I like this person. And then there's the feelings that hit you in terms of like, oh my god, I'm so excited, and or the hot feelings and the warm feelings, yeah. and the fuzzy and the the craving and all that, all those things. Was it that you still saw her? as this awesome person like you still saw her the same but it's just that the feelings left or did the chemistry change oh that's interesting um like did your view of her change or did the just the sensation in the connection change it feels like it was just the connection because i still think very highly of her i still Mm -hmm. think that she's like one of the coolest people ever Mm -hmm. uh so yeah yeah, no, it's weird. It's like, yeah, a chemistry thing or I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I thought for a little while maybe it was like the distance and it freaked me out and it just freaked me out so hard that I didn't notice that it was just being freaked out. But that's not what it was because hmm. I don't I don't care about that stuff. And then on the mixer board of love. We've got the like mixer board of love. What is that? I don't know. I think of like all the little different <laughs> the knobs. knobs that like you can slide the sliders. Sure. Yeah. And okay. There's I mean there's like hot lust uh-huh. for the person, and there's maybe like a warm, safe home feeling. Uh huh. And there's maybe what else can be on there? Like the craving, like almost addiction feeling. Uh huh. That's like a thing, and then you know there's probably twenty other things, but in those. 
did all of those get toned down or was it mainly the craving? Like, did you still have a warm, like, love kind of feeling? Like, like just, you know, you're just like, wow, that person. Like, your friends, you're like, wow, that person, I feel them Oh, deeply. yeah, I definitely still have uh, an affection for her. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't dislike her. I don't have, like, a distaste for you're her or something. You're not neutrally cold about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, but I, I do actively not talk to her. Uh, because I feel like that's the healthiest thing for her, mm-hmm. even though she like really wants to talk. Um, hmm. yeah, well, but I, yeah, I don't know. Saying that, I know that sounds pretty cool. Well, who knows what the healthiest thing is? I mean, yeah, so I just know that like, uh, I, I've, I, I've had things dragged out for me in the past mm-hmm. because I like, yeah, I mean, when I get dumped, all I want is to be like, why, why? Just tell me why, tell me why. Uh, you don't know. And you, yeah, yeah, and so, at like my last like, the last girl that I called my girlfriend, which was I guess like two, three years ago now, uh, I I broke up with her, but then I wanted to get back with her at some point, and it got really weird. It was like super intense. I broke up with her prematurely too. It was like super intense, and so after a certain amount of time, it was me trying to get back with her, and. uh it was driving me nuts. I just wanted to talk to her. Hmm. And every time that I would talk to her, I would feel great while we were talking and immediately horrible afterward. And it would just, like, set me back at zero every time. And so, I don't know. I'm just doing what I think is right. Yeah. I mean, there is the, you don't want to reset the, the addiction quality of, like, uh, yes. craving them, craving them. But then it's also within closure. But you, can't, but there, you have nothing to provide in terms of closure right now. Like you're still in the middle of feeling these bad feelings about you don't understand it. Yeah. So it makes sense. And yeah. And I also think the like furthering. You know, we hung out for like two months, and I had known her twelve years before that, or something like that. Uh, so any any furthering of the relationship would be damaging, in my opinion. Like, I think it's better to be like, nah, we don't. We actually don't know each other that well. You know, just like leave it at that, uh, because I don't know. Breakups are so hard, and and like the uh, yeah. the one thing that can make it easy is the absence of a person. Because like you long like when I get dumped, I long to talk to the other person. Oh yeah. But really, what I long for is them to be around and for everything to be okay. And I'm not going to feel better until I have a certain amount of distance from them. You know. It's a complicated subject. Yeah. And I don't know if I agree or disagree with that because when I go through heartbreak, I get all the feelings. Yeah. And so and on so many levels, it's better for them not to be there. On some levels, it, it would be nice. In certain moods, I can handle conversation. Other moods, I can't. Yeah. And so depending, it's just, it's a day-to-day thing. It's really, it's, it is a hard thing. The it's. Ba- the battle of love. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, haven't gotten laid in a while. <laughs> in a little while. It hasn't been too long, but I haven't gotten mm-hmm. laid in a while. Yeah. What about you? Um, I have gotten laid in a while. Yeah? Uh-huh. In a while. Are you monogamous with this dude? I'd prefer not to talk about that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Because it's an interesting thing talking about your sex life, because I like to be open and transparent, but at the same time, you know, when you're navigating... You... Yeah, you don't want to get it's be getting vials of cum in the mail for sure. No, I got a vial of cum once in the mail from my then boyfriend, 
And let me tell you this. Cum does not keep when you mail it. Yeah. It instantly doesn't keep. It smells it's so gross horrible. right away. Oh, I think we talked about this a long time ago. It was. I saw a Dana D. Armand. It happened to her once, and she like took a video of it and put it on YouTube. Oh, no. So fucking gross. Now it would be on Vine. Yes. Do you Vine? I don't. I need to get it. Instagram has video now. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, isn't that weird? I'm shy about my... I don't know why I'm so oh. shy about video. I feel like I need to think of something really funny to do. I mean, especially with Vine, it's like six seconds. I know. I still overthink it. It's weird. I'm shy. I'm really shy, you Dave. Should, you I'm should really... do a Vine of you diving into a pile of dildos. What about that? Like ah, nose diving. That sounds like pain. Do you have... A... No, rubber, like soft, squishy dildos. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> nice. like, like bouncy dildos. Not like oh. blast dildos. Well, silicone's really pretty firm. If you got hit with a silicone dildo in the face, you would be bruised. Yeah, but if you fell on one, you wouldn't get hurt. <laughs> Depending on, a... on which hole it goes in. Wait, no, that was a... What? T- Sorry. <laughs> you know what you... Yeah. Dirty mind. Very, yeah. very, very dirty. I'm sorry, but saying uh. that I accidentally fell on it is... Is the excuse I hear so much from ER people when they hear when when people come in with like a potato in their ass like oops I, f- I was hanging curtains naked and I fell yes, on but it I said fell on an object and you immediately <laughs> thought that it went into a hole that's crazy <laughs> I mean it's not crazy but it's like the term fell on I fell on my face doesn't mean I put my face <laughs> in my butt <laughs> Uh, we're talking about dildos, and uh, never mind. I fell on the ground. That's where my brain uh, goes. The ground went in my pussy. Like, ER, ER <laughs> excuses. That's where my mind goes. No, yeah, sure, totally. Mm-hmm. I get I'm a normal it. person, Dave. I just Carmen Electra says she had her first orgasm because the bus hit a bump. <laughs> <laughs> I remember really? reading that in Rolling Stone when I was a kid. Yeah, that's fantastic. S- huge Carmen Electra fan. Hmm. Um. Wait. Okay. I I feel like okay. What? What? I want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we have to talk. That's the only thing we have to do, <laughs> but we have to talk. Are we all caught up, Sandra Doherty? Really? I don't know. The podcast has been going great. I, I've had a wonderful... Oh, man. I wish you'd been there for clown sex. <sighs> you had clown sex? We covered... I had two people in for covering clown sex a few wow. weeks ago. Yeah. Is that is that like a... Oh, I have something to ask you about. Um, I'm going to try to... Gonna try to relax. No, these, I know these mic cables are the shortest I've Super ever. Short. Evolved. Not that size matters, but right now it does. Size does matter, especially of a penis. Uh, mine's huge. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's not very big. I'm sorry, but the fact it's that we spent sized. we've spent so many hours together talking about sex. The fact that I do not know what your penis looks like is kind of like I'm mad about that. Are you? Yeah. You uh, won't say your boyfriend's name. Yeah. On this podcast. Why should I have shown you my dick? <laughs> because you've referenced it so much. Have I? Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. I have talked about and my it's dick just a lot. Like, if you're That's interesting reference it that, that I've much. talked about my dick that much. Because you haven't specifically talked about your own vagina that much. That's true. Huh. I think there's a lot of obsession with penis size, but not a whole lot of obsession with vagina size. Yeah. I mean, I would say that I'm fairly accommodating of many sizes. No? Sure. Like, I can, I, can, I can take them in all sorts of sizes. Take them? Take them. You can take them? I can take them. Is that what you call it now? I yes, would like to I, take it, that. <laughs> I'll have that. Um, depends on my mood. It depends on how torn turned on I am. What time? With, with penis size? Yeah, or dildo size, or you know, cucumbers, whatever. Um, cucumbers. You just shrugged. <laughs> she shrugged at me. Cucumber size. Shrug. 
That's funny. Or a zucchini. I mean, no. I don't remember what a zucchini looks like. It's Does just it smaller. Look like a dick? Cucumbers are just pretty big. They're big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have to, what like, about a pickle? It. Have you ever... Because that's just <laughs> oh, a pickled vinegar. cucumber. That just doesn't sound... I don't, I don't think that... Mm. Vinegar? Yeah. Yeah. Throw yeah, off your pH bad. balance. You don't want salt in your pussy. So, yeah. Now, we've talked about my vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and I still haven't seen your vagina. That's true. Um, are you propositioning me right now? This is bad because I know your boyfriend. And he knows me, and he's I am listening. I'm not propositioning right now, um, especially since you have turned down most of my offers to go to anything sex-related in terms of BDSM clubs or et cetera. Okay, well, in Field fairness, in fairness, I the whole time I was co-hosting the show, I was too busy to see straight. That's another thing that's changed about my life. I got all kinds of free time. Nice. It's awesome. I sleep. I uh, I've been doing ha- some hanging out. I've been writing jokes. Uh yeah, it's Welcome. good. Thank I did, you. I did that a couple months ago. Did you? And it changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Well, I got to figure out. I mean, next step for me is like uh, figuring out how to make comedy more like viable economically, mm-hmm. economically, monetarily, whatever. Mm-hmm. I got to make money, uh, and uh, that takes getting out of town and featuring some. What about um the, your sketch group? What yes, in? that. That uh, is going great. Yeah. We have some exciting things coming up that I can't talk about. Yeah, don't talk about it. But, um, yeah. All right, secrets. Hollywood secrets. Ho- Hollywood, I know. Man, Hollywood. Making the big time. Oh, I have something to tell bucks. you. Yeah. Just in terms of, Are I you mean. you Hollywood? I, yeah, I drove there today. Wow. Yeah, we're there right now. Yeah, we are in Hollywood. We've, <laughs> I know. We have got, arrived. We're Hollywood motherfuckers. I yeah. know, yeah. Um. No, I I mean, I've had projects going on. It's actually, I've taken a lot of time for myself, which has been, it's probably the first time I've really treated myself with kindness and patience in terms of the pace that I want to set in my life. Oh, cool. So it's like really, like I'm calm now. Like, oh, real zen. Yeah. Cause I've, been, I've, been, I've been pretty stressed out for my whole life. Sure. So it's, it's, I feel way happier. I'm probably the happiest now than I've ever been in my entire life. That's interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting, and that's so amazing. That's so great to hear. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, that's it's, great. It's good to have good news. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we just behind the scenes, I've, I've been like, I'm uh, having a bad yeah. day. I don't think Now it's like, yeah, it's all good. That's really great. Yeah, yeah. you seem like to be in a really zen place. Yeah, it's cool. That's good. So in terms of projects, I have some exciting stuff going on that I really can't talk about yet. But one thing is I did a photo shoot for, and now this is going to sound really intense, just just me saying it. Oh, man. Hustler, please. Yes. Don't. Really? I did a photo shoot for Hustler. Holy shit! But my f- clothes stayed on. Okay. And it was a comedic, sexy shoot. Huh. Wi- where? Well, I won't. Were give there it away. other? There were other people who were naked. Female comedy types around. It was a male and female. They were naked, and I was the teacher. Wow, and, that's but, perfect for you. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I I had thought in a dream's dream that that would be a really funny concept mm-hmm. of just of how you can do that. Yeah, and then to actually have them be like, "Hey, we're gonna write an article about you," and like come out and 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 they actually said the thing that I was like, "Oh my god!" And so it ended up being the funniest photo shoot at the Hustler Building. That's so cool. Yeah, it was great. The hustle. Wait, at the store in, in on no, the no, strip no, no, like their the their business on, building on like, like Hustler, the, the yeah, the Flint building. Oh, cool. So that was just a wonderful Fancy. day. And our photographer, I can't remember his name, but he's been shooting with Hustler since the eighties. Like he's just, and he was just amazing. This guy was like raced race cars and like you know he was the Dosecki's guy basically. Oh, like yeah, the photographer sure. was the Dosecki's guy. Sure. And hanging out with him was fascinating. Yeah, I'll bet. 
Yeah. So anyway, that was a really fun thing that happened recently. That's cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That'll really be out awesome. later this year. Really? Um, yeah. I'm going to get a copy. <laughs> I haven't looked at For the articles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For the articles. Yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. Mm. But I, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Uh-huh. How confused <laughs> text messages uh-huh. When it comes to people that you're into or crushing on and the flirting back and forth and maybe like the asking out people, I feel like I there is so much ambiguity and misinterpretation when it comes to navigating text messages with people. I'm at a point where I almost want to just not text message anymore. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. My entire life I've been having problems with people reading emotion into words I say out loud. Mm-hmm. And so, like... Here's a perfect example. Uh, uh, it's well, this isn't actually a real example, but like um, this ha- this type of situation happens to me a lot in my life. Uh, hey man, where'd you get that beer? From the fridge. Why was I not supposed to get the beer? And I'm like, no, I just I wanted one. <laughs> and uh, so that's like there's, and I feel like that shit happens all the time. We as human beings just like. Wherever there are gaps in emotion, if there's anything to be interpreted, we fill it with our own shit, be it positive or negative. I certainly do it. I do it all the time. And text messages, you you don't get to see someone's face. You get nothing. You get no read on what they mean. And so it's horrible. It's horrifying. I hate it. Um, emailing is the same way. Uh, texting is just like so happens so much more. and It's faster. Yeah. I wish it could totally stop. I want to go back to everyone okay. just having a landline. Quite honestly, <laughs> carrier pigeon. Yeah, carrier pigeon. Smoke signals. Yeah. Exactly. Ravens. Actually, are you watching Game of Thrones? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I am. Were you? How'd you feel about the red wedding? Speaking of which, um, it was. I don't know. The whole thing was kind of dumb. I. It was. It was actually a beautifully done, see, like scene. Yeah, I thought it was amazing. As the way it was shot and the music and all of that, um, and the way the the bride and the groom were carried off. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I you felt just okay. I uh, you know, can I be honest with you? I'm not happy. I'm unhappy. I am one of I am in like more one of the more unhappy places I've been. Really? Yeah, and it's I know why. Uh it's a combination of uh having to break it off with that girl. Mm-hmm. It just makes me feel so bad. It makes me feel like a piece of shit. It makes me feel like a bad person. Um uh and and, and that and all the life change I've gone through. And that's like that just happens. Like if your life changes completely, it's like, well, it's a lot to deal with. I left the show. I uh, left my management company mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my job. I now now is three days a week instead of five. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was out of town a lot and my show's ending and the album for my show yeah. uh, came out. And that was like a huge part of my life. I was working on it all day, every well, congrats, day. Congrats about that. By oh, the way. thank you. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's like. I I stand behind every decision I made. Actually, I I know that I needed to make all those decisions, and I'm proud of the album. And honestly, I don't know if I'm being honest. Like, you know, I don't. I I'm proud of myself for for dealing <laughs> with the past few months the way I have. I think I've I've been like at least respectable. And I guess I'm talking about the girl just when I say respectable. But yeah, I'm not happy. I'm totally unhappy. I don't feel good as a stand up. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that's okay. You know. Um, I'll, I'll adjust and, and I'll get better. It'll be fine. Are you ce- okay? Are you taking the chance to celebrate your successes? No, not at all. Okay. <laughs> no. So, 
Hmm. I guess, oh my God, it feels like you're at the place I was like two months ago. Yeah. It feels like that because that was one thing, like for instance, next week, um, I mean, we'll probably be releasing this after the one year, or the one year, we'll probably be releasing this after the 100 episode show. Okay. But Which, God, I wish I could make yeah, it. Yeah, it's all. Oh, why are you out of town? I know, I know. I've I've had that plan for two months. Yeah. My friend's premiering her movie. Yeah. No, that cool. was in Cannes. Otherwise, I would just not go. Yeah, but I yeah. understand. Anyway, um, but I have freaked out so much for like every live show. All just always stressing, having all these weird internal things that really weren't important. I should have just enjoyed the ride. Mm-hmm. But instead, I was just all in my head about things and like insecurities. And so I'm at the point where it's like, you know what? I'm hitting 100 episodes. I brought in my friend Dixie to help produce the show, help get storytellers, kind of get the location, all that stuff. And I'm just going to have a good time. That's great. You should. And like, it's for the first time I feel like I'm just celebrating the work that I've done. 100 episodes, you know? The work that you've done. Like celebrating the fact that we've done this. We've changed lives. We've saved relationships. We've helped people open up about themselves. Like we've really changed the world in the work that we've done here. And we've had a good time, I think. No? Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for coming along for the ride. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. I don't know why I just batted my eyes at you. Yeah, you're right. I mean, everything you just said is true. Yeah. Uh, Especially the fun part. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I I never remember to to give myself any credit, for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. After Holy Fuck Ends... We'll have a whole month's worth of my podcast recorded, mm-hmm. and I—I I don't know. I might um. I might take a month off of life. I really might. Oh, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about quitting my job anyway. I hate my job now. I hate mm-hmm. it so. My boss quit. Oh. And I know who you know. He's great, yeah. and he—he's the one who like I don't know. I love him. I love that guy, uh, and he left. Because he wants to, he wants to focus more on his writing, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And like, if that isn't a sign, I don't know what the fuck is. Well, it is nice that you're part time, but if you hate it that much, yeah, I don't hate. I love who I work with, um, and the work is is interesting. It's just not what I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's not interesting, but it's like not. It's not like mind numbing, and they're really nice and they're very accommodating to me. But it's just like, hmm. what about taking a month off? Just up. with the with the agreement that you can come back, is that possible? Maybe because many like I don't know, it's like a Timothy Ferris thing, or just like this business guy. But many retirements where you do take time out of life to kind of have a retirement and then re-enter the world. That's a really good point. Why healthy. did I think of that? I have not thought of that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just said thanks. She silently holds up a number <laughs> so you don't have to address it. Thank you for telling us 50 <laughs> minutes have passed. Five zero minutes. That's hilarious. No, that's totally, and I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. totally going to do that. I'm going to bring that up to my boss. Because the thing is I have enough money saved up where if he fires me at at, at the end of that month, mm-hmm. it won't suck. Um. Great idea, Sandra. Thank you. I like to help. <laughs> That's what, okay, I brought up the text message thing because yeah. I feel like they're, okay, I have thoughts uh-huh. because I am suffering, as we all seem to be suffering from the fact that I am neurotic. Uh-huh, I'm me too. 
pretty insecure uh-huh, and also here. really want i like clarity of intention yes and i i i thrive a lot on under uh, hearing people's inflection and facial expressions yes. so if we're going to be relying on text message as a major way that we would communicate with the people that we're dating and flirting with or whatnot even bosses really anybody i feel like we need to have a new like the rules of engagement and i feel like one of them is to capitalize the word in the sentence you mean to emphasize like i love i love that movie love should be just capitalized so it's not just like i love that movie no i actually do that i but i capitalize the whole word um well yeah you do that uh, in tweeting stuff yeah and i do that in text too but no you're right i think you're right i totally agree with that most people don't uh, also, yeah, a lot of people text in only lowercase, no punctuation, mm-hmm. like including no commas and stuff. That also helps with with putting feeling into texting. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, do you? I hear monotone voice. Absolutely. That's why I hear it, and that's why, like, if you get texts from me, there's lots of emoticons. Lots of. I mean, you know, you might want to try emoji. I know people that use that, and uh, is that a font that's all happy faces and stuff? What is emoji? It's like an app. It's like a text thing you have to download it costs like 10 bucks or something and okay. you can text these here i'll show you i'm all cheap i'm like okay you can text these other characters um let's see i'm going to dinner with a friend and she just texted me soon we dance <laughs> um oh exclamation God. point see it's sarah benincasa do you know her she's oh great my God, i just emailed her no way i'm going to dinner with her in a half an hour oh my god you, should... you want me to talk to her about it <laughs> Sure. Do you want to come? I'm sure you can come. Uh, I have to coach someone tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's going to be all up in hand jobs and blowjobs business tonight. Me too, at <laughs> dinner. Uh, uh, with me and Sarah's boyfriend. Does she have a boyfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah she does. Yeah, she does. No, I emailed her about being on the show next week. No way. Yeah, because I was like, oh, oh you're she a has storyteller, a, and you totally. have a book. She has a book, and I know that there's a lot. there's apparently sex in the book. I hope so. The book's about agor- how she's agoraphobic, which yeah. is But she's agoraphobulous. Is that the name of the book? Yeah. I hang out with her, and I don't know that. Why don't I know that? I should read her book. Wait, hold on. I'm just trying to find this. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Do you want to read this text that my friend Justine sent me? Sure. Thanks again for doing the show. You were great! Exclamation point. Three thumbs up, and a few furry animal. Uh, <laughs> a, a ghost, a happy ghost, a, a ladybug slash snail, and a Playboy bunny uh, girl. That's adorable. <laughs> it still doesn't convey uh, her inflection, but it could be used to do that. Yeah, I mean, showing some enthusiasm is always yes. Great. Oh wait, this is also okay. I well, feel like capitalizing is important. Mm-hmm. I feel like exclamation points are also important if you mean to show uh, an excited tone. And three, getting rid of the LOL. Oh, yeah, fuck LOL. You you still have LOL people in your life? You got to get rid of those people, man. Okay, because I... LOL's got to go away. It's only ha-has. And then the amount of ha-has gauges how funny it was. And if it's capitalized ha-has, that's that you actually laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> right? Monica, am I right? I think I'm right. Yeah. Wait, so lowercase... Like H-A-H-A means... It, that actually kind of means like... I acknowledge that you just made a joke and kind of fuck you. You know what I mean? Oh, ha ha. Yeah. Three, uh, three ha's, H-A-H-A-H-A, is like, that was funny. And then any more than that, it was hilarious. Uh, but only on a, like an in-my-brain level. 
with an if, exclamation if I, if I looked at it and laughed out loud I, I capitalize h-a-h-a-h-a just you know endlessly get crazy and actually h-a-h-a doesn't really mean fuck you but it's just not that many ha's you know what i mean so it's like not an enthusiastic amount Lower of laughter case, h-a-h-a is a bit yeah like i am just pacifying you right now yeah um is that the right word pacify placating, placating. you yeah P- pacifying would be a little bit more <laughs> aggressive <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah okay so i feel that because if i actually laugh out loud maybe one ha and an exclamation point like if it's a, like a, i do ha! that too that's be- a good one too if you have an explosive reaction ha! like ha, ha! yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I use lol sometimes but it's always ironically <laughs> and it would be all caps and all uh, just like I don't know. I'm stupid. L O L O L O L O L O L O L. You know, when I'm writing to one of Playing my friends. It. Like I do O M G, but it's it's. I'm also poking fun of the fact that I, you know, like yes. it's just funny. Like O M G, guys. O M G. Like it's just I'm doing the valley. O M G. I'm tired. Right. Yeah, that's a fun one to send. I'm gonna send that to someone right now. <laughs> just out of the blue. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Trampoline dodgeball fucking took it out of me. I am so out of shape. But that is a great date. Is it? Yeah. Not for me because I. <laughs> Get pooped so fast, and I'll just she'll just think of me as such a weakling. Yeah, but then you don't ask. Fitness. How's she gonna believe that I killed Beowulf? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. You know, like at least figuratively, your date has to see you as like a strong human being. I mean, unless they're looking for someone beneath them. Uh, so a show of physical strength is helpful. I mean, it is helpful. I'm kidding about the Beowulf thing, and I'm also kidding that. Like, if I went on a date with a girl and I was just tired really fast from trampoline dodgeball and she was just like, fuck you, then, yeah, that wasn't meant to be. But I would say, like, because like, in my head I was thinking, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm kind of attracted to more beta guys, so they don't have to necessarily be able to beat up things. But then you're kind of a beta guy turned alpha guy. Right? Yeah, I'm realizing that about myself. Yeah. But the thing is that I'm taking her to that place. So I would ruin the date. I honestly, I, I can't do it for more than like twenty minutes. I got so tired so fast. It's the smoking and the fact that I don't use my body for movement. Oh, are you smoking again? No, 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 no. But I did for a long time. Oh, so you're still like, like it out. packing a half a day for like eight years. Oh shit! That's and amazing. I smoked for two or three years before that too. I yeah. love like going to do fit things with other friends who are not fit like me. So then we and I just check in like you're not. Like, are you in a really good shape right now? Like, no, me, me either. Okay, good. And then we both, like, get winded together. And then we sure. have the funny, like, sitting on the side being like, oh, that was great. <sighs> yeah. I went, I went uh, hiking with Jenny Fine the other day. Oh, cool. God, and I love that girl. Yeah, we were both She's just, so cool. Like, yeah, amazing artist. Absolutely hilarious on their turns. Yeah. And just, yeah, both of us. I'm like, I need to, I need to just catch my breath. And she's like, oh, good. Oh, good. You know, <laughs> <we're> like, <laughs> she's so funny. Um, um, But in terms of texting, I don't know. I... It's just something that I've been thinking about because I feel like it's not just a problem that I'm having. I know that my friends have it too and and a lot and I posted on Facebook about it today just check in and like 20 30 comments immediately about everybody's freaking out about their text messages and it's like I feel like we need to teach excellent English skills now in schools not so that they can write freaking college essays but so that they can text well. And I talked talked this a little bit on the OK Cupid episode which I had a few like a few weeks ago. But yeah. I don't know. Do you crave some sort what, of... What prompted this in you? Um, I think a series of texts, flirtatious texts that were stressing me out because yeah. I didn't understand the intention. Or, oh, or when you're in a relationship and you're like, hey, exclamation point, 
I had a good time yesterday. You want to do something this weekend? And they write back, lowercase, yeah, yeah, period. Or just, yeah. Yeah. No, that's it, frustrating. None, so that none of the enthusiasm that was infused into the language that you set down is re- replied. So then it's reducing the energy level. I mean, like, if you're well, like... Well, that's like... I mean, I, I'm just like you in this. But I think most people... It's just it's just you looking at texting in a different way than other people. I mean, it's just a more sophisticated use of the language. Like, Is it more sophisticated or is it just... I mean, I guess it is because you're you're like... Trying to convey emotion using text, uh, like using punctuation and capitalization. Um, but I think I think most people, I would say more people, uh, are not like you and me than are like us, because mm-hmm. especially in our age group, because texting and emailing and chatting all appeared in our lifetime. Yeah, they didn't exist when we were born. You know, so we were sort of like. I remember chatting on AIM when I was younger, and I would never use, like, capitalization or, or – it was just chatting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so some, they, I think a lot of these people don't even think of it. They just think that's the way that you type in text because text is supposed to be fast or whatever. Um, and now uh, it's, like, an everyday part of our life, and I do it all the time, uh, and people still haven't caught up to that. Maybe because we do do it. And for, like, stuff like, oh, what time are we meeting? 8 p.m., that sort of thing. Yeah. There's the business text of like just trying to get the what, where, when of something that's happening soon. Yeah. Uh, or making appointments. And then there's the connection texts that are about creating positive feelings to the other person or expressing your positive feelings or negative feelings or you, like, OMG, I hate this class. Uh, <laughs> you know, shoot me now. Like, whatever you text that's your friend. That's true. There's that. But if you're. But like, I don't know. I. I'm saying that I agree with you, that I'm the same as you, but I just, I try to think, like, I get that all the time, like, one-word responses over text, and it used to, like, really fuck with my head until I realized that I was always getting those from the same people. The people, it's not like, every now and then, there will be someone who texts me something like that who normally is very a very active texter. And I'm like, oh, well, they're either mad at me or busy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but with people who do it all the time, it's just how they text. Yeah. You know? I guess it's when people are expressive in their text sometimes and then sometimes not. And that fluctuation right. in use of it. I don't know. It's I'm sensitive, but I also i am pretty, like, I usually I'll just check in. And I think a lot of people on Facebook when I was checking, they're, they're like, yeah, I just check in if I'm wondering. Sure. But all that second guessing, especially in like new dating situations, and you, you don't know their texting style and then you're Oh yeah. not being met. Oh my god, if I'm like newly dating a girl, which is not how you say that. Uh but if I'm in a new relationship, I like I like hover over my phone texting. Yeah. It takes me 30 minutes to send a text. 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you rewrite it and rewrite it and then you're you're not on iPhone. Do you? Okay, you're on Android, right? Yeah. Do you get little uh, word bubbles when the other person is writing you back? No. So an iPhone, you can see the person as they're writing. Oh, you can man. see the time it's taking. That is not good. They should stop that function. That's not fair. <laughs> also, Facebook needs to stop letting you know when the other person has read the message because that's just a mind fuck. That's all that that can do. Have you noticed that? I didn't realize face- that I'm a terrible person because so many people write me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And so, P.S., 
I die inside because I love all of you. And when you write me and I, I don't have the energy or I'm not in a place where I can write back and then I never get to it. I am sorry. I read your stuff. Oh, man. I same here. I, I, uh, I get a lot of messages, too. And yeah. it's like, Are uh, you still getting emails from listeners? Oh, about this? Not really. I still get one every now and then. Probably mm-hmm. one a week, mm-hmm. uh, every week or two from a listener who's who's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm at a point now I don't answer all my emails anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It got to be too much. It's overwhelming. It's a lot, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like I want to answer everything. It's and it, it's important to me actually to answer as many as possible. And so I was doing that. I was answering every email, um, also every booking email for Holy Fuck. I don't even book it anymore, and it like it's very important to me to respond to messages. And I'm super slow at it, but it's very important to me to respond yeah. to everything. But I stopped, and I stopped because I was sacrificing my own mental health. To answer messages. I was losing sleep. It was stressing me out. I'm like, this isn't fucking good. Yeah. I used to respond to every single tweet at me, too. Uh, and I don't do that, that anymore. I still try to respond to as many as I can, but it's like... Because, uh, I mean, I just love it when, you know, hearing from people. But I just can't. I just aggressively poked you, did. you Dave. Do I need to shut up? You're a was good that, person. Are you me to shut up? No, oh. you're a good person, Dave. Oh, thanks, and you're Sandra. thoughtful and you care. And just because your feelings did something a little wonky that's never happened before, that has affected your love life, doesn't mean that you need to beat yourself up and hate yourself over it. The end. Thanks, Sandra. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, And on that note. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good ending point. Um, Please repeat. What is your podcast called? Where can they find it, et cetera, when it drops? My podcast is called Terrified. It uh, will be on the Nerdist Network. It starts July 10th, which is a Wednesday. Um... Day. It might come out July 12th, but I believe it'll be July 10th, which is the same deal, day as um, this show uh, releases its episodes. Oh, my God. So we'll yeah. be podcast buddies on yeah, there. I know. I know. Actually, yeah. Isn't that so cool? Uh, yeah. So Wednesday, July 10th. Um, it's called Terrified. You can find it at Nerdist.com on the podcast page um, or through my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. And, yeah, we're going to be talking about, um, you know. Being afraid and not liking <laughs> ourselves. I'm so excited. There's going to be so much comedy and wonderful moments coming out. Yeah, I know. I'm stoked. I can't wait to have you on. It's going to be great. October 10th, you're going to cry. I'm going to cry by, by then. then. By, by then. then. Sure. Anytime in the... Oh, man. If I could get Aaron Sorkin on, that's when I would cry. <laughs> or the chief. <laughs> um, or Laura Roslin. Starbucks. Are you a big Starbucks fan? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Powerful women. I get it, man. She's great. Yeah. She's not my favorite uh, character on the show. Uh, but she's great. She's up there. Oh, the chief is quite. I just the want to hug favorite. him. I just want to cuddle with the chief. Uh, all right. Um, yes. Thank you for coming out. It was so nice hanging out with yeah, you. Yeah, it's really up. good to see you. Oh. Thanks for having me. All right, guys. Uh, go team fun. Go team fun. Bye, guys. <laughs>